listen to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. They're wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking back the under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the work together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking back the under pressure, yeah. Thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've returned for episode 302. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, what's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, man, what you been getting into this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I didn't see too much. I've been diving into um, uh, uh, that ogre battle, which I finally got a chance to start playing. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. That's awesome, dude. It's a really good game. Yeah, it's been shaping up to be a pretty awesome uh, uh, strategy game so far. I, I really like the updates that they did. did I'm really excited to, because everyone uh, that I've seen comments on it has really talked about um, how the modern the modernization of the game went a long way. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't oh, wait. Yeah, it's really wait. nice. It's it's like a, a really nice blend of old and new. You know what I mean? It's really great. Yeah, but, that's dope. But other than that, didn't really get to watch anything other than, you know, the the the, the great Black Panther 2. Yes. So, all right. So before this turns into the Wakanda cast, let's go ahead and um, I did watch book one of Dota. Nice. Dragon Blood. And nice. uh, yeah. What'd you think? Great man? recommendation. Let me tell you, um, it, it's so good. It, it I think that it's kind of solidifying in my head that uh, the Netflix anime studio not the no the broader netflix production studios but netflix animes those are hits them shits just like they land yeah you know they, what i mean because pretty, pretty good you got you got um you got edge runner yeah very nice solid super solid you got um uh, uh castlevania Super good. That's in. That's one of my favorites. Like, Definitely. That that one hit. Definitely. Super. Also, solid. like um, <clears throat> another uh, tie back to Castlevania. You know, uh, bald dude who's a uh, captain of the guard in House mm-hmm. of Dragons. Yeah. That's our uh, Graham McTavish. He's the voice of Dracula in the in the Netflix oh, series. Oh, okay. That's his. That's his voice actor. Yeah. They eat him. Feel I like me? It. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but um, yeah, dude. So uh, and um, this got and I know there's another one. In the Netflix anime uh, studio that uh that I uh, the Yasuke one, one was pretty dope. I enjoyed Yasuke that one. Yasuke was dope, and they did that in collaboration with some niggas I fuck with heavy fly mm-hmm. low. You know what I mean? I also want to see um they they have a bright anime that they they recently put out that I haven't got around to seeing, but I do want to check that one out too. Yeah, so like I think the Netflix anime studio has landed solidly enough, consistently enough, with not too many misses, to where I'm like, yo, okay. I'll fuck with you guys. You know what I mean? Like when uh, I, I mean I don't know if I'm gonna call myself a fan, but I do. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely look out for what they're doing, man. But uh, yeah, dude, fucking Dota, uh, Dragon's Blood, solid. I one thing it's I love good. is the writing. Yeah, the writing in these shows is fucking phenomenal. One of the things I've noticed about the characterization of the the different um characters of course uh in dota is none of them are on each other's side <laughs> like marcy and 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 um and queen lady yeah the queen of of the moon or the princess of the moon is the only people who i could say are solidly always on each other's side 
everyone else is working for some kind of interest. You know what I mean? And and they're always and even the main character Davian and the main villain uh, Slyrak. Oh my gosh, Slyrak! <laughs> what a fucking villain! Champ. What champ, a champ. villain! <clears throat> Like, he's the bad guy. Like, like he's got plans on plans on plans. The thing is, is that no matter how sympathetic you might be to the dragons, no matter how uh, much... And, and it's always gl- I'm always glad to see that the, de- uh, the demons go to the uh, same school of shitty naming as Marvel does. And <laughs> Terrorblade? Yo, Terrorblade. Terrorblade? <laughs> I already knew you said. Terrorblade? Oh, man. I was like, bro, that's the herbist name. <laughs> that's Dumbest a, name that's ever. That's a whole taser face moment all over again. Absolutely. But he is a G. And so, unfortunately, do not be disarmed by the stupid name. Yeah. That nigga is crazy. Terrorblade is, is like one of those broken fucking Completely villains, broken. He's everywhere, he's tempting fucking, everyone you feel at me? Like, just like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? No matter who, he's like, he's like a great example for just anyone who hasn't seen in. it. He's like <laughs> Freddy Krueger, except you don't need to be Sleep. sleeping for him to affect you your mind. You just need to want something. Feel me? So, you know, like how in some of the oh, Freddy Krueger movies. Demon of Desire? Uh, well, no, was, he he's not really defined. I think he's more like a primordial force more dude, than anything else. I think he's like an arch fiend. I think he's yeah. super strong. Yeah, bro. like like it, it's crazy. Like yeah, like in some of the uh, um uh, um Friday the Thirteenth movies, like you got to fall asleep before this nigga does nothing, and mm. then you know that's when shit starts yeah. going screwy. That's how you know he's fucking with you. Snyrak, I mean Terrible he's like nah, I got you. It doesn't matter if you're asleep, if you're awake, nigga, you can be having a great time. Nah, it's Bro, all me. I'm in your head. Just go by yourself so that it doesn't look weird when I talk you to feel you. Feel me? I'm in your head, son. Hey, dog. That, that's the only commonality. Is that he wastes up people are by themselves and then <laughs> starts whispering. Yo, you know you want to do the shit that you really, really, really want to do deep down, but really it's what I want you to do, but really you know you want to do it too, it's, right? And it's crazy how they introduced that power in the very beginning and you have no idea how influential it is until feel you me? see it happen again yeah. and again mm-hmm. and again. You're like, oh, everybody's like it, it was a good, um, the reveal with the... The, the dude that was uh, coming up with all the technology for the Dragon Knights when you found out that father? he was being, yeah. When you found out the father was fucking uh, terribly, oh, I mean, well, you he had his fingers in that, that nigga too. Oh no, that was Slyrak. Was... I'm sorry. What's that? That was Slyrak. Slyrak was the one that was um, um, slowly getting that dude to revive him. Father, right? Yeah, no, no, no. But Terrorblade was also. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay, okay. once Slyrak inhabited um, Davian, he his influence over Father was gone, and then Terrorblade influenced Father uh, to attack. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. So yeah, it was both of them. Yo, Father was a. It's and, been a while, so and that's mm-hmm. that's literally what I was about to say. That Father was so manipulable. He, mm-hmm. His desire was way too deep. Mm-hmm. That nigga wanted. He's like he desired power, power so to. Yeah, his desire for power Slyrak was like went in there. He was able to manipulate blatant. him. Then Terrorblade swooped in, immediately manipulated him thereafter. I was like, yo, my nigga, stop Terrible listening like, to these Hey, Doug, all's not lost, bro. If you just help me out, I can make you even stronger than he could. Yeah, well, man. say less, fam. I was like, no, bro, did you learn nothing? Did you not learn anything for the last five minutes? Bro, nothing he, at all. Yo, can I give a shout-out to uh, Solomeni as the... Yeah, yeah. Petty. She's the worst narcissist Petty. character I have ever, ever experienced Facts. in literature. Like, yo, my nigga, when she turned her back on her daughter because she refused to worship her over motherly love, I was like, yo, my nigga, are what? Yeah. 
What? But what's really cool is I like how um, Selimene and the architect are two sides of the same coin. Absolutely. They're both tainted love, but in like Absolutely. in opposite directions, you know. And then and then so the architect is her is Selimene's uh, lover, who was the father of of her child, who she forsook. So the child had uh, become very sick, and the only thing that could save her was the divine power of Selimene. The child loved her mother as a mother and didn't want to worship her. And so many doesn't give blessings to anyone that don't worship her. Yeah. Period. Period. Point blank, nigga. No exceptions. Which I kind of do respect that gangster. Like, nah, nigga, worship me or no. Period. Like, (laughs) at the same time, like, wow, not even for your daughter. Uh, The little girl was like, ah, but you just a regular person, though. As far as I know. You know what I mean? She's like, you ain't even all that great, my G. I mean, I'm the daughter of you and someone who's equally as powerful. So, I mean, feel, technically, I shouldn't be worshiping you. You kind of should be... And she was like, nah, let me... Nope, let her die. <laughs> let her die. <laughs> Where are you going with that? I don't know, but let her die. But, uh, yeah, dude, that kind of petty narcissism. Oh, oh, palpable. That's what I'm saying. The characters in this show are amazing. Davian and his, his never back down. <laughs> Never run from a fight. I'm not running from a fight. Yo, y'all could run. I won't even judge you for it. I'm not running though. That's yo. I rock with my nigga. Yeah, Devion is pretty cool. Yo, why is Caden so hard? Pause. Yo, I yo, mean, my nigga is just like the rule of cool times ten thousand, bro. I do. I, I do love his um. His movement ability, like I don't know that fucking mock slide air dash shit that he does. Bro, is fresh okay, so fun. yeah, he has like a he has an air boost, mm-hmm. a shadow slide, and then fear, he has like a pure strength jump. He does feel me that between the three of those things, my nigga, Yo, he the gets mobility around. is out of control. Yeah, he gets around. Uh, watching him fight dragons is. He, like, oh, I just realized that. Yeah, he's basically a guts clone from that from this universe. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah, a, yeah. he's a guts clone, and he lives up to the hype for show. For Absolutely. Show. Um, it was actually a little bit overbearing at first, until you realize that there was another dimension. He's not just cool, mm-hmm. but he is honorable. And you know not only I mean? that, like and by cool, I mean powerful, utterly powerful. Like my nigga is like, <laughs> yo, thirty dragons, cool. You feel me? You're like, wait, wait, what? Unfazed, bruh. Most people like see most dragon knights fight like one dragon, then they're pissing their pants and they yeah. barely make it out alive. This dude sees an entire horde and he was just like, Yeah, that's a lot of dragon parts. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever y'all do, just don't die. Try not to Feel die. Me. But no, like once you once you get into his backstory, you learn more about him. It's it, he starts making so much more sense. He's not more so. He just starts making sense as a character, like in general. He just. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I do like that how all the characters in this series are pretty deep. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome because, like, uh, I'm about except for Selimene. I, I don't. I no, don't. I don't she's believe, completely I, one-dimensional. Yeah, I don't, I don't, completely <laughs> one fucking dimensional. Now that I think about it, it's not even a spoiler and, to and say so she has perfect. no character development. It's perfect. It fits her character. Yep. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like a god of that kind of obsession. Yeah. No. You. To, you really can't. Break character, yeah. You can't break character, you feel yo. Me? Like it's like Dionysus is not gonna get sober anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? Not happening. You know, it's bacchanalia all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so such as Selimene, she's just gonna be petty. Love me or die, bro. 
so much so that even if the, I get the whiff that you might not love me, I'm going to kill everyone around Plague, you. nigga. Plague. Everyone. Feel me. Everyone who might not even consider the idea that I am the greatest thing in their life. Just Feel let them me. rot. Like, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. You say that like it's just you're pervades like she's crazy she gets wild she gets she gets super wild and it's it's pretty dope man like the architect is also an extremely flawed character oh what Ar- architect is just Hugely issues flawed. on issues you know what i'm saying but... i absolutely like if if somebody were to hurt my child i i can understand being deeply and utterly hurt i have I absolutely would not have imagined feeding them to a demon. That was like, oh shit. I'm rocking with you, but damn. Okay. What's really awesome is it's like this is just the tip of the iceberg for like everything that you're saying, because there's so much more to go for the other two seasons. And it's uh, just like, wow. It's it's it, it, it the fact that you say that is like keep that in mind, like the depths that he he's willing to go for his daughter. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very much looking forward to that, and I and I have a feeling he's trying to resurrect his daughter in Mene, in that little in the young elf, um, that has the powers of the goddess that was Mene usurped. is pretty cool, but yeah, I, I, I really I like, like her. her fighting style. Her fighting style, oh, yo, is oh sick. nigga, what blink jump, nigga, what, what? shadow yeah. step? That was yeah. my jam, nigga. Her, her That's fighting style is pretty for. dope. I fucks with, with shadow uh, step, bro. But yeah, no, I do. I I really enjoy the 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 nimble, uh, dual dagger, uh, like shadow step fighting style she uses. That shit is dope. Yeah, but then again, everybody fights really dope, man. Like, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Mira, the 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 oh, Marcy, Mirren? Marcy, the the oh, mute Marcy? girl with the hands, bro. Okay, first of with all, with the hands. So I hope she gets more development. So uh, so at first she was weak, and then she got beat up with Mira, uh, Mirana, mm-hmm. and then. She got up with gold eyes and was like, "Where, my nigga? I'm gonna punch your whole head off." You feel me? Hey, 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 hey. And I was like, "All right, well, what happened? They haven't, re- they haven't uh, gone back to that yet." But yo, Marcy, the mute, amazing yeah. character. Marcy's amazing character. Just so so uh, able through her dedication and just emotes, able to to bring a lot of um, I think uh, volume to the character. Uh, and Sagan also is awesome. bringing I love a Sagan. ton of support to fucking Marana. You know oh, what I mean? Nigga, well, like, yeah, geez. bro. If you could punch everything through the wall, then, bro, you're an amazing bodyguard. Not only that, she always knows the right look to give Marana when she's off on her way. When Marana wants to go do something ridiculous, Marcy always got the right look to be like, egg, Mar- hey. I hey. think, and it also helps that Marana's not also a bad person in I her do heart. Like, yeah. Because a lot of it is Marana talking to herself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Marana's just, just kind of giving pressure. her some nudges in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but great yeah. duo. Absolutely great duo. And Sagan, Sagan, like you said, like, man, that battle wolf is fucking dope, bro. Wolf or tiger? You think it's a wolf? I have no idea. It's, yeah, it's probably more like a tiger. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I, I, I gave it tiger attributes, but I don't know. It's a mythical creature. It right. It's absolutely <laughs> not off limits to call it's it more, It's more like a tiger bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got a lot of bear features. Um, its ability to scale mountains is goat-like. I don't know, but um, yeah, no, Sagan is the fucking yeah, is he, the beast. He's fucking clutch, <laughs> man. Um, you gotta have a mount like that. If I'm gonna have a mount, a horse is nice. I would much prefer the battle cat, Bruh, The fact that she was willing to take on a dragon on just a mount and with a bow and some arrows, my G. Yo, like, yo. bro, <laughs> she took on Slyrak. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, said, I got to give you some props, bro. But that's why I was so surprised that um, when Slayer um, took over the Helios Empire, 
Oh, I'm, oh it's, it's full spoilers, by the way. Full spoilers, <laughs> by the way. Um, when Slayer took over the Helios Empire and Marana was gonna challenge, that she was um, she she wasn't really receptive of Davian anymore. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I felt like she took Slyrak on at that point to save Davian. You know? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that doesn't pan out. <laughs> Love don't always pan out, bro. It's one of them things. Yeah, that's yeah. No ship, nobody in this series, bro. It's all heartbreak. Yeah, I I feel it. But this show is really good. Highly recommend Dota Dragon's Blood. Yeah. And the thing is, is that with everything that we said, there's absolutely no context given. So, you know, it is going to be enjoyable. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a really it's good still show. A, a fun ride all the way from beginning to end. Like. It starts with just, you know, Davian fighting uh, uh, dragons. You're like, oh, this show is about dragon fighting. And then it just gets, and then it switches over to the war with the with the, with the the elves and fucking Silimani and shit. And then it just gets deeper and deeper and, and deeper. At first, you don't really realize. At first, you think the tie between the war between the elves and what's going on with Davian <clears throat> is Davian and Silimani. But it's really not. You yeah. know what I mean? The tie between it. Is Terrorblade and Slyrax. <laughs> These two motherfuckers. And I think that uh, by the end of the first season, Slyrak is the last Elder Dragon alive, correct? Yep. Yeah, and my nigga, yo, first of all, the rest of them Eldworms is bitch-ass niggas. Those niggas, they are. bro, they are. those they niggas went out, like went out in a scene that it took me to turn around and say, Kendrick, stop it, and turn back around, and them niggas was dead. Yeah, yeah. I was they like, get out. out. For sure. I was like, wait, wait, sure. wait. You were talking about them in the past tense between the time it took me to turn around and tell Kendrick to quit. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, no, no, no. But you see, that that's what happens, man. Like when the things that some champions forget is people are always coming for your throat. Feel me? So you can't, just because you're at the top of the pinnacle, just because you're at the pinnacle don't mean that you can chill because that means that somebody's aiming for your neck right now. And that's what them dragons See, forget. That's the haters, hubris. But Terrorblade is another type of hater, bro. Like, I think he's coming <laughs> to devour you because he is so powerful, you are the only thing left for him to devour. Exactly. That's so fucked up. So they should have been doing their push ups, son. Them Eldworms is in danger just like Solomon is in danger. This nigga's coming you know to devour all those niggas. They should have been doing their push ups, but instead they were just like, but nah, we the eldest dragons, though. We the dopest thing in the universe. What we got to worry about. See, as evil and as bad as, as, as Terrorblade is, you gotta respect the nigga that comes to eat every god in your world. Yeah. Like, all right, my nigga, hey. Terrorblade that's ambition. is nothing if not patient. That is one patient ass fucking demon, bro. Yes. And, it, and it's interesting to see the juxtaposition of the great powers between the Eldworms, demon, or, or I mean, he's not just a demon. Because yeah. we see just demons and we yeah. see just dragons. He's but like there's eldworms and then there's like arch demons. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he's definitely like a like a primordial demon, like a force of nature type deal. You know? Yeah, what I mean? and then and then you have the gods, which they seem to consume some kind of divine spark, which can be taken from them if their if their physical form is extingu- extinguished. Which I guess that's what Solomon did to the previous moon god, uh, goddess Mene. And, uh, man, did it fuck up her followers, boy. <laughs> well, it's because she was a poor leader. It's, the death of Mene, I don't think, was the problem. Yeah, I think it was her right. replacement, Soleimani, was a narcissistic, uh, petty piece of shit, mm-hmm. essentially, you know? And uh, the Ultra Karen. Pretty much. Except she was the manager, so 
instead of yeah, asking to see herself, which pretty made her much, feel better. Yeah. And, and what she did was pretty much like hike up the price and throw you out anyway. And so, yeah, man, it, the characters, man, amazing, amazing, amazing. I can't, I can't uh, stress enough how great the development in uh, of all these characters are. And I think better so than than in even some of uh, the other stuff that I really enjoyed with like Castlevania. Like the character development in in Dota was because they're all so dynamic. You know what I mean? Like you see, uh, um, I don't the girl who's who's the reincarnation of Mene. I don't remember her real name, um, but uh, you see her in the beginning with she, when she's with her pod and she's so young and immature. And, you know, she's all about love and all this stuff. And then she starts to encounter oh, more and more of the real world. Fimrin? Fimrin, yes. Fimrin. Fimrin. And, uh, yeah, you see. And then, you know, her pod dies. And, you know, she grows. And then she she starts Man, coming into her power. And then, you know, she sees war. And then she has to grow more. You know, it's like, it's a lot, a lot of uh of dynamism to the characters in yeah. the show. Davian is the she same grows way. A ton. Marana is the same way. Um, even Slayer. I mean, we really haven't gotten to it yet, but even she goes. But she, yeah, she just got introduced. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I've seen as much of uh, of her as uh, she. Uh, her meeting with uh, Slyrak has very heavily impacted her. Like she was one person before that. And then having met Slyrak and now Davian, um, because I think that it was she dismissed Davian until she had experienced <laughs> the uh, the spark, the fire spark from the Eldworm. Yeah. And then she she started to recognize Davian more and seeing that he's he's combating this thing spiritually inside of him, which is a kind of strength that she doesn't even like. She could burn everything around her, but she doesn't know if she could contain that thing inside of her, you know. And I think she started to respect Davian. Um, so this is uh season one and two spoilers. We're doing that, um, because I haven't finished season two, but that's just in the beginning of season two. They uh, whoo, my man. Does wait? Does he decimate the the city uh Helios in season one or two? I don't remember, but I, I want to say season that one. was season one. I think it was the end of season one. I want to um, say that was season one. <laughs> season two opens with Mirana. Um. Is she on a journey? Yeah, I feel like she's on a journey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's. I've already like it's been. There's so much, ha- and that's another thing. It's like they managed to put so much into 27 minutes, bro. Yeah. Holy shit! I never, I never feel like the episodes are short, and I never feel like a lot didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like those are two feelings that, especially coming off of Andor, that I don't get. You know what I mean? Like Andor is literally the polar opposite of that, in terms of um cinematography. Yeah, this one is very concise. Yeah, and uh, action packed. Um, but yeah, dude, this. It, what kind of bothers me is how frequently Davian gives in to Sly, uh, Slyrak. Because he's supposed to be fighting it, but bro, there's already been three separate occasions where he's given Slyrak complete control. And I'm like, bro, bro, that's the ultimate move. That's like the, the finale move, you know what I mean? Like you've done that three times already. Well, like, like don't, I got this, bro. I got yeah, this. It's cool. I know it kills me a little bit each time. I got this. I got this. All right. Like, don't worry. I can stop whatever I want. I'm totally cool. 
<laughs> you addicted to the power, nigga. But uh, yeah, bro. That's uh that's uh gonna be interesting to see where that ends him. Cause, you know, it's a pretty much foregone conclusion. Uh he's gonna die. <laughs> oh yeah, Brom. Brom's character has been really interesting. Started as a squire. Yeah. Got the insta promotion. Yeah. And now it's just playing the part, bruh. Yeah, he gets it. He goes on a really dope journey in season two, and his character levels up quite a bit. Yeah, I know he met that dragon that was pretending to be mated to him. That was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, for a second I was like, "Yo, is this real? Like, is this nigga? Is this nigga really married to a dragon? That's what's popping." She's like, "Nah, nigga, I was like, joking." Got him. <laughs> Which I was like, "Dang, dude, I guess it does take a dragon longer to give up the joke." <laughs> like, they, they they have a lot more patience than humans. <laughs> it's silly. But yeah, that was that was dope. And so yeah, man. Dota's drag, Dota Dragons, but definitely gonna probably talk more about that next week as I finish up season two. Um, worth the watch, great action, one of the better animes that I've 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 picked up, and definitely solidifies in my mind at least the um Netflix anime studio as a mainstay of anime in general. I wonder who, uh, what the production studio looks like, and I'm sure I could just find out by looking at the credits. But um, well, yeah. it's not um, it's not a Netflix doesn't really have an anime studio. They uh, they pretty much produ- uh, uh, subcontract out production studios. This one was done by Studio Mir. Okay, <clears throat> a Japanese studio. Uh, it is a Korean studio, and okay. they do lots of. They've done lots of big things in the in the background. Legend of Korra, Black Dynamite, oh, the Boondocks. Man. Okay. Young Justice Outsiders, yeah. Young Justice Phantoms, I'm, I'm a big, I, I'm already a big fan of their stuff. Then, yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff. Legend of Korra, Black Dynamite. I mean, two very highly rated animations for, uh, for yeah. me at least. The Witcher, so. Nightmare of the Wolf. You know, oh yeah, Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. Yeah, Studio so they Mary do do a lot for stuff. Netflix in general too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah that, that's one of Netflix's go-to studios for when they want to produce some stuff they like yeah, the look yeah with good reason and so yeah dude definitely solidifies well the I think that the whoever's picking their animations is doing a better job than whoever's picking their documentaries and stuff like that because <laughs> the documentaries are like 75 to I would say 85% trash and like 15% of them are amazing. And so it's worthwhile to sift through the bullshit to get to those. But the anime is just, the hit rate is way high. Yeah, way high. A lot of good shit. Um, but yeah, man. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, you want to jump on into to Wakanda Forever? Yeah. All right, so uh, how do you feel? How do you feel? Did you enjoy it? It was definitely fun. I liked it. It was a lot um, of fun. I had a I had a couple of nitpicks with it, but overall, I I thought it was a really good, I thought it was really good showing for the second movie. I thought they threaded the needle of like what to do about Chadwick's passing, really really well. I thought uh, Namor was super dope. I I really loved the reimagining from comic to screen and the updating him. And, I um, I really feel <laughs> like there needed to be a supplementary media tie-in to give more to Namor prior to this. Mm. I don't think that this was the best. uh, uh, There was so much going on. You know what I mean? And I think that Namor is such a big character, kind of deserved an actual introduction and not one that was shadowed by... Nothing's uh, going to match that intro. That, intro, intro, that intro was, was emotional. Dope. 
It was so it was, was super so dope. powerful that I couldn't even laugh at any of the jokes for the first forty five minutes. Like they tried. Mbaku was entertaining, but it, it just they, they should have just left it. They just should have left out comedy for the first forty five minutes for me. Because like it you know, and then of course, you know, the memorial being such a heavy, heavy tone or or uh, theme for the movie, it was hard to which there's nothing wrong with a serious movie, but you know, I guess it's part of the Marvel thing. You got to put some some levity yeah. in there. For yeah, it. so I mean, it, it's film in general. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to you don't want to bring the audience to. It's supposed to be film. It has a rhythm. It's supposed to go up and down. You don't want mm-hmm. it to go down for too long. So whenever it goes for whenever it hits that low, they usually do something to bring you out of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it fit. I, I think it's hard to do with the memorial, and I and, and for me, it didn't really land as well. But it didn't take four. I think that the movie was a solid seven out of ten. You know what I mean? Okay. A solid seven out of ten. Um, you know, it's it wasn't as good as the first one for me, but a a, a very uh, a very adequate um, follow up. Uh, I don't know if making him die from a from a disease and tying it and bringing it that close to Chadwick. I think they're doing too much there, and I think that they did that because it was safe. They didn't have to be creative with that, and that is what it is. But yeah, I mean, I'm ultimately, I feel like that's uh, as long as the family was is okay with their decision. I feel like it's cool, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it, it wasn't it's always going to be yeah. split as to the, the the community isn't a monolith, so there will always be a multitude of feelings about how it gets done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I thought that you know they went the safe route with that, which is you know that is what it is. But uh, man, there were some major beats in this movie that I was. And, man, I was like, all right, I think we'll be able to hold it together for this one. But, um, and we're doing this full spoiler alerts, okay? So give that a, give that heads up already. But, you know, Shuri having lost to Chaka, then losing to T'Challa, mm-hmm. and then losing Ramonda. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, all right, you got yeah. me. You got me. All right, all right. I have a heart. That I can't rough. not feel something right now. Like, like fuck, I was, man, um, that I'll- shit. I'm not a big fan of the the grieving hero storyline, but I was like, man, it's it completely and totally makes sense for the direction that they're going in. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, I it, it, I realize that it's probably just an, an age thing. You know, you realize when you look at younger people making the wrong decision because they're going through grief. There's only <clears throat> so much that you can do. And it's really grief. And so, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I I totally understand. It, it's not my favorite, but I it, it's it's was perfect for what the movie needed, I think. But yeah, man, and so um gosh, bro, that it really so it, that was that was my that was my 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 tearjerker moment. I was like, "Damn, bro." Like seeing her grieve for the third time, that that was that was heavy. Yeah. That was heavy. Um I think I've reached the limit of of art meets technology because when they were separating the gate and then like the the control panel was a puddle of water and they started tapping a beat yeah. into the water i was like all right yeah. i'm over that nigga i was just, i was thinking that was the same too much. thing that was, was a little like, too much i was like that's wild and practical my guy like okay like, how do you train somebody for that our emotions are something that we have analogs to but trying to use fluid dynamics as a control mechanism right get the fuck out of my face you feel me like come on son <laughs> what happens too if much you're off beat bro, bro? But but too much. There wasn't much of that. What that was that was the only time I thought it was like egregiously like stop it, just stop it. 
But um, yeah, that shit was funny, dude. When this shit, I like it literally like took me out the scene for a second. Like, does this thing just tap a beat to a puddle of water? <laughs> I was like, that's like wild, Ryan, chill, bro. I was like, I, I have a hard time believing that nobody kiboshed that before it got all the I way mean, that to, had to the come from the top. That had to come from the top. Had to be. That's true. Yeah. Had to come from the top because, like, exactly. Nobody from the bottom was gonna put that on the table. Like, yo. This is what this is my contribution to the artistic design here. I have a great idea. Yeah. What if we tapped a beat and then the force feels open? It's um, like, no, bruh. What? What if we typed into the fucking c- console open force field? Nigga, what are you doing? Okay, and 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 there was another tearjerker moment for me actually before that, and 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 it wasn't like overwhelming, but boy, was the. Did they act the fuck out of it? And that's when Ramonda was scolding Okuye for letting uh yeah. Shuri turn her uh yeah. surrender to yeah. to Namor. Boy. Cause no, nah, she thought she was dead at that point. It wasn't about surrender. She thought she she lost her other daughter, her other child. Well, she she was being <laughs> dramatic there because there was no sign because there was no sign that she was dead. There was There was no, no sign she was reason. alive. There was no sign she was alive either. Hey, listen, Namor had, had treat seed with her up until that point, so the idea that he was going to just defy that without starting the war, I don't know. I think that she was jumping to conclusions, understandably so. She had a, It was a very emotional moment, and boy, man, she gave it to Okuye, and that was heartbreaking watching her dismiss her from duty. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a scene, bro. And especially because, like, uh, my favorite part about that when she was like, what about your traitors? When, when you let Killamaka in here and made him king while I had to go hide with fucking Ubaku, and where's your traitor's husband now? I was like, God damn, he's Th- filming That dope. shit was oh, no. savagery. Was savagery like, on her heart, Daniel Kaluuya's character's getting shots, and he's not even there, son. I have a feeling that that, that, ah, that felt like shots. It did feel like shots. It felt like super shots. Like damn, bro. Yeah, she went it. She laid it into yeah, her, no. man. That was brutal. she was hurt. She was hurt. Yeah, that that was very much a theme in this movie. Is hurt people hurt people. That was Boy, absolutely a theme so true. throughout this movie. Hurt people hurt people. That is the truth, man. That was definitely the the one of the themes. There yeah. were so many great. It was themes. just a chain reaction of pain throughout this movie. And yeah, man. So, uh, and 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 I did have some qualms about Okuye's suit. Like this shit was so. Extra. I, I don't like the face. I was like, all right, can we get like can we get all of the the, the, guys. the all of the extra like the suit? I get it. She does need something to equalize against these these um Atlanteans. Like if you spent your whole life under all of that water, just benching water every day, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you'd be mad strong. I get it. These Atlanteans are no joke, but. Why she got all the extras and the extras and the others? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that shit. That suit was so much. I, just, I was like, yo, it's like a uh, Marvel. When you got a good idea, you bite it three times in the same movie. It was like, yo, what if everybody had an Iron Man suit? I mean, they even say like, oh, so everyone's got a suit now. You feel like, me? Yeah, like, much. Let's give Okoye. I mean, yeah, let's give Okoye a suit. And it was let's nothing wrong with everyone suit. having a suit. He's like, I just did not like the design of a cool Yeah, I, I don't like the bug eyes. The bug eyes look really weird to me. I don't like the face design. Yeah, I need to do something about that one. Yeah. Um, gosh, I'm, it looks very alien. I don't know. 
But then again, oh, that guess that does make sense because uh, Wakanda Tech does very much have bug designs in it, like their 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 spaceships and shit. They're they're very dragonfly. Yeah, a lot of dragonfly designs. So I guess that does make sense. I just don't like it. I don't don't like it. It looks weird. Yeah, Mm. doesn't look cool. the The body looks cool. The helmet and the weird bug eyes look weird to me. I, 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 you know, honestly, I wouldn't be mad if they actually delved a little bit into fucking Okuye's past for real, and maybe gave her a suit since she was no longer part of the Dora Milaje that had to do with her home tribe. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure isn't she part of the River Tribe? Oh, I don't remember. Oh no, she's from the Border Tribe. What? She could have had a rhino suit, my nigga. What? <laughs> Man, that's a missed opportunity right there. But anyway, um, Koye suit was wildin'. Um, oh, Mikola Cole, is that her name? Michaela Cole, yeah. Yes. She was cool. I liked her character, Anna. Um, dude, I definitely want to see more Okuye Anna combat action, bruh. Yeah. That shit's gonna be dope with the with the daggers. You know what I mean? We got some chances for some really dope ass uh, dual dagger action. Yeah, I'm here that, for that, it that all day. Nice. That that scene where the um where the scientists turned out to be assassins was like, oh no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Mistakes thought, were made. Y'all really thought you were gonna just get the drop on us? Chill. Yeah, that, that shit was really dope. Um, damn, yo. At first I was like, man, I really hope that we could repair some of this black and brown love, bro, because I like don't need to see that right now. <laughs> but I was like, damn, bro. Like I, I seeing the tensions between Wakanda and and Telochan. Te- Telochan? Talokan. Uh I don't remember. I believe it's Talokan. And uh the, the the tensions between these two nation states, boy. I re- like they don't need to be competing with each other. Also, I don't know how much I like the expansion of just having vibranium in Telochan. Telocon? Telocon, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not a they could have been unique onto themselves. You know what I mean? I don't know why they had to do that, but I do see how that uh, that tied into the growth of the plant that they made the bracelet out of that they gave to Shuri. Then Shuri used that to recreate the heart-shaped yeah. herb to bring back the Black Panther. I, I, I really like. I saw that. that. I saw that, and so I'm not hating on that. I would have just liked to see. Um, but you know, maybe if I would have given a little bit more exploration of that in a supplemental material before this to expand on on Namor, you know what I mean? It would have landed a little bit better, you know. But yeah, that was a. I think. Um, I would have liked to see more of that because Telocon's um, culture looks really interesting. You yeah. know what I mean? And and I would I love really to see like more of that. I really like their portrayal of that underwater city. It's dope. You know what I mean? Just very open and wide. And when they, when they ride whales, like, that <laughs> shit is so dope to me. Like, yo, anybody who's riding into combat on on, on battle-ready whales, my yeah, nigga, that shit was pretty I'm lit. with it. You know what I mean? That shit is dope. But yeah, so um, I did. I did like that in the end. Um, Shuri kind of overcame her her lust for vengeance. Yeah, and and, and I really like the fact that um, that uh, Namor and Shuri were also foils of each other. 
Yeah. You know, like they were both leaders. It, it was the experienced leader who had a very clear idea of what he wanted to do. Thousands, and then there oh, was hundreds the, of years of experience versus yeah, the fledging leader who now has to take over in a time of crisis and make these monumental decisions. And who's emotionally fragile in mm-hmm. the moment. You know and what I mean? And she has to like, overcome that challenge. I, I, I really liked that dynamic between the two of them and how it ended up playing out. I love how... Fiercely, she defended Riri in the in yes, the, hell in yeah, the, um, in the wake of what happened with Killmonger. In the wake of what happened with Killmonger and and T'Chaka not manning up and and bringing the boy back and owning this and and explaining to them or even creating a story or lying. Like, see, that's what pissed me off about T'Chaka leaving him so much is that he could lie, nigga. You're already <laughs> lying. You're already lying by leaving him. Sins of omission. So just lie, bring him back, save the boy, and just lie to them as to his origin, nigga. It's like, what are you doing? You're the king, nigga. Who's going to sit there and say some shit about you? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. That is, that's why I, Killmonger will always be one of the, like, I, I'll always be like, yeah, man. It sucks that you didn't find another path, but I'll, I'll never claim to not understand why you went the way you did. <laughs> never. But, um, yeah, man. And then I really did love the the... The dramatic turn where when she went into the uh, the afterlife after she consumed the heart-shaped herb that she saw Killmonger. Yeah, that and was dope. At some point, she had to realize that her family didn't abandon her. She saw Killmonger because she called him there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the people don't show up in the afterlife because they're here to greet you like they're waiting. You call who you want to see to you. You know what I mean? And she called Killmonger with her, with all of the pain and, and, and suffering that she was feeling. And so that's why she related so heavily to him. And they were the same for a moment. You know? 100%, she overcame yeah. it. She 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 became someone else. But in that moment, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she that was that was that was deep, man. That was a great little cameo uh that they gave him to come back. Uh, for Michael B, like, dope, man. I, I really did love that part a lot. That was a great moment, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Overall, really enjoyed it. And we got to talk about Riri. Riri, I thought that, that she she did well. Um, I'm sorry, what's the actress's name who played her? Uh, let me look it up. Um, but yeah, her, her, I, I liked her portrayal. You know what I mean? Uh, I like the hustle in her. Yeah, I mean? <laughs> she, she She's out there doing what she's got to do. Uh, I thought that that... Uh, her iron, her first Iron Man prototype was better than Stark's. It was better than Stark's. She had some, some, some more resources. Dominique Thorne. Uh, Dominique Thorne, yes. What else has she played in? She remind, uh, that name sounds super familiar. I mean, you can say it was better than Stark's first one, but that's not fair because she used parts of that's Tony Stark's. That's what I'm saying. Stark's she had more resources than he did, but it was still kind of <laughs> clunky. I was like, come on, girl. But uh, that was dope, bro. Like I was, I was a little bit surprised that she just hauled off and shot those FBI agents with an arc cannon, bro. I was like, "Damn, no love, bro!" And she just oh, took off. But that was like, "Hey, yeah, niggas, yo, we they out. started that shit." I'm off to Wakanda, bitches. I mean, they started that shit. Uh, she yeah. was in uh, "If Bill Street Could Talk" and "Judas and the Black Messiah." Judas and the is, Black Messiah—that's where I recognize her from. Her, um, IMDb. But yeah, um. So yeah, I thought that her portrayal was was interesting. I'm looking forward to see more of her in her show that's coming up. Um, I like how they um, <laughs> I like how they wrote her suit out of the show. A a a a. We ain't got the budget for that. Leave it in Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, 
savage. We ain't got the budget for your suit, girl. You know you can't take that with you, right? Yeah, yeah, I know I got a series coming up. We, we ain't paying for that whole thing. No worries. See, and I, I figured they were doing that, you know, just like how Stark had to take his suit back from from uh, from Peter. But that wasn't that wasn't budgetary reason. That was that was storyline. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you can't be letting these little kids running around with all this goddamn tech, bro. Hell no, bro. All these kids with this tech man going to be running them up. No, no, no. You you make your own shit. But, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really matter. I'd be like, hey, let me get one of them AI beads, though. What's up with that? Bro, those Kamoya beads? <laughs> let me get one of them AI beads. You ain't got to give me the whole suit. Yeah, you I did know. like how uh, someone pointed out that um, the suit, that that uh, uh, the birth of that AI comes from them analyzing um, Vision when he came in and yeah. they were trying to repair his suit. Because mm-hmm. his same color is this, uh, the, the color of the AI that re- represents the AI is the it's same the color as the Mind Stone. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it looks just, it looks very similar to the neural net that she was projecting that she was working on when um mm-hmm. when Vision was in her care. So, yeah. Also voiced by Trevor Noah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Did a great job, though. Um, oh, also, and, and Kamara Usman was in there in, in the beginning. He was one of the dudes that, in the blue tribe that was arguing with M'Baku. So oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, M'Baku, yo, Winston Duke killed his performance. Gosh, I love yeah. his relationship with Shuri. M'Baku was M'Baku's dope. relationship with Shuri was amazing. That was amazingly portrayed as a... As a surrogate brother slash father figure, boy, man, just that was really well done. Yeah, no complaints there. Winston I, I like that scene where she was like, "Yeah, but my mom's dead, so her hopes and dreams for me are dead." I was like, "Ah, it yeah. hurts." I can't, Savage. I can't watch you make these decisions. decisions. But you I know, can't do it. But he he stood by her. He's like, "I'm going to war with you. I'll go to war like, with right. you." Yeah, I mean, I ain't backing down, you know especially not after I talk no jutsu failed this time around, so I got no choice but follow through. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll, I'll bear that sin with you. See, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm torn. Does Mbaku have super strength or not? Ooh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a, a, a toss up, right? Like, question. we don't know. I think from the comics, he was the big gorilla dude, and he, he was, he had superhuman strength in the comics. So I think, I think it's blurry. I, you feel me? I, I don't know. Wakandans in generally, in general, that, that should be blurred. Maybe blurred lines, man. You know, maybe taking hits that regular people can't really be taking and shit. But, exactly. you know. But, um, yeah, you don't know. Vibranium. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> the vibranium also, MacGuffin. You know, I, I don't. Shuri's disbelief in the more mystical side of Wakandan culture, it's just. She has too much tangible evidence of its existence <laughs> to be skeptical. And as a scientist, you could claim that it's like mystical and you don't like it because you don't understand it. But to just wholesale not believe in it, bruh. Yeah, you know, she was grieving. You watch your brother fucking drink purple goop and fucking so, man, throw a super truck. Strength. Yeah, not you just know? your brother. You also saw Killmonger do the same shit, too. Over and over, and, not and then just again, to like her—that's why her mom was was that. That's pretty much what Ramunda was like trying to tell her at the beginning. But she was like, "Yeah, you're too hurt for me to really push this right now, so oh, I'm just absolutely. gonna let it go." <laughs> and, and then you know, and then I don't think she started. She realized that it's your disbelief in it is why you don't experience it. Like these things mm-hmm. are real, and it's your disbelief in it that is separating you from all of the 
the the vibrance and the tradition and that your ancestors can offer you. You know what I mean? And that's why you have no connection to them. It's because you you refuse to even try. You know, but well. Because uh, uh, I think that's why she took her out and told her about her walk and how she was out in nature and how she connected to nature and she was able to connect through nature to the you know what I mean to try to yeah. guide her. But it's like you got to do that when they're kids, man. Yeah, yeah she's too old. She she done bent to the to the science uh, gods. And also, at, at, in that particular moment, she's not really receptive to be receptive yes. to being taught. Bad timing, right? It's in that particular moment, now. like that's the thing with grief. You just got to let it play out. You can't really. You can't rush the stages of grief. People just have to move through them at their own pace. Yes, and the time for those lessons were either way before or way after. But right exactly. now, ain't gonna just, land. Yeah, which is pretty much like, and and it's funny. Like everybody in her life kind of recognized that. You know, her mom recognized that when she tried to get her to burn the thing, and Umbaku recognized it when he tried to get her to um uh uh, uh chill on the war. But yeah. also, um, to bring back to Mbaku, I think the answer might be yes, because in the comics, he is the 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 white gorilla. Mm-hmm. And um, as you know, they 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 tone that shit down for the live action. Yeah. So but in the in the in the comic books, he does have superhuman strength as a result of a magical ritual of transference with the white sacred gorilla or the oh, okay. sacred white gorilla. Okay, so, so he is he is powered, but just through a sacred ritual. Yeah, okay. so I would assume Much like the heart that the, the live so they got action their own version, version of the heart shape herb. Right? I think so. Yeah, like a, a similar ritual, but with a yeah. instead of Bast, it's a it's a it's with the, instead uh, of a black Hanuman. panther, if it's a white gorilla, Hanuman. Yeah, glory to Hanuman. Yes, and so yeah, man, that was that. I thought that was interesting. Um, People were complaining about them taking the boat out to the middle of the water to fight Namor. And I'm like, yeah. yo, my nigga, they're trying to do it low-key, though. It's that like, was, that you, was... They have to be off the radar. They want to take the fight to him. They have, you know what I mean? And they're confident, you know? I, I feel you. I don't know. I, I feel, would do it. But that was one of my nitpicks about the movie. It was like, I feel like people as tactically smart as Wakanda would not have... I, I I was like when they were like all right let's get out of here I figured they were gonna fly away I didn't think that they, it's pretty much absurd to think that they were going to sail back away from people who literally I, traversed the oceans at high speed. It could have been speeds. hubris, bro. It could have been hubris. Like yeah. they just feel felt like they were gonna go there and dominate them and overwhelm them so powerfully that I would, given what just happened three to five days prior, I would hope that they would not have fallen to hubris that quickly. I know the way they wash up in their city and fuck you them up, me? right? Like they weren't. It's not like they were riding on a series of highs to develop that level of hubris. <laughs> but bro, that's the best that's the best type of hubris. The undeserved hubris. The, like the completely unearned hubris. <laughs> you kidding me? But that's again, the best type. That doesn't track with Wakandans, right? That no, doesn't no, 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 track no, no. But it was with, totally sure. They, everybody the thing about what tracks with Wakandans is loyalty. Mm-hmm. And Shuri was the one making these bad decisions, and I mean, the Wakandans were willing to that's fair. do their very best to enact her bad decisions. That's fair, but it's still Which my nitpick that it's common. a terrible idea all around. Like, y'all niggas got stranded. Y'all niggas took a boat to fight motherfuckers that are experts really at ocean combat. I don't know combat. what those Wakandans expected to it, do. It, it was, but I understand. Unless they got a bunch of those submersible joints that Nakia had. <laughs> but they got a bunch I, of those they were going to dip away you're still at. at a disadvantage because they fucking live underwater and they don't need any extra machinery to get around in the water so it's i but i understand the reason why it happens is because they needed a big action set piece for the third for the third act it's always faces army i really don't know where else they would do it though because you're not going to draw them out onto land 
and there's me? no land that you can so, do it on yeah. that that wouldn't be surveilled or noticed somewhere. So they were like, we're so dedicated to this attack that we're willing to put ourselves at a disadvantage to to try to make this happen. I don't know. When you're making bad decisions, that look like a bad decision, Ooh. so it fit. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, I thought it was not the wisest decision. And my nitpick is, like, I feel like Wakandans would have known better. So I do understand the internet's complaint on that particular point. Yeah, so there is that. Um, yeah, and as I said, I, it, it made for a cool battle scene, too. So I throw my hands up to it. That one wasn't yeah. it wasn't too bad for me. It was me. the um, closing set piece of the third act. Yeah, man. Uh, I did like the final showdown between Okoye and the other warrior dude. That was pretty lit. Yes, that was a... Yo, my nigga, when he fucking staked the axe and fucking threw oh, her into slow, it. Yeah, that was, oh, that, that was a so dope painful. Move. That was a dope move. That looked so painful. Like, it reminded she me of some like so Astaroth well. shit from uh, Soul Calibur. Her name Danye? Danye played Denai. Boy, did she fucking play that so well. Yeah. Like It looked like she really hit that shit. Uh, but, um, or her stunt actress, whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a really, really... That was really good. Their, their fight choreography was great both times. Oh, yeah. Um, very well done. Um, what else? Yo, it was interesting to see um, the deliberation of the council. I did enjoy watching that, um, those scenes. Because it it, that's why it's important to have multiple perspectives. Because if not, you end up with a situation where you're following a Shuri or a Killmonger, unfortunately. And while they might have their reasons, and while you might agree with their reasons, you might not agree with their actions. And so, yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed watching those deliberations. Like, more of that, I think, is is good. And then um, we got Agent... What's, what's Agent's name? Uh, 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 Freeman is his real name. Agent uh. Freeman. Uh, oh, no, no, um... I can't remember his name off the top of my the one that uh that that uh, Yeah, the colonizer agent Nakia saved. Nakia? No. Okoye saved? Okoye, yeah. Okoye saved. Um him and and, and Everett Ro- Ross. Everett Ross and uh and who's his superior? Oh, oh, uh uh Lady from the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Uh, who the hell does she play? Mary Louise Mary Louise Dreyfus. Julia. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what but um, yeah, they, they, their whole uh, ex uh, love affair kind of interplay. I was like, all right. That was a that kind was a flat. crazy way to, to 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 bridge that gap. I was not. I did not see that coming. Definitely did not. But um, that was uh, that is what it was. It made for I guess some uh, filler banter, but um. His role, uh, I thought that I thought that they were gonna get him. <laughs> I was like, this man is over here trying to to sell state secrets to the Wakandans, and I'm like, bro, I don't think that that's smart, bro. You can't just take the <laughs> the Kamoya beads and put them behind your phone, and now you're a top class spy, bro. Stop it. He's like, I got this. Seems bro, like a relax. terrible idea. I've done this before. <laughs> Ridiculous, and then, and then of course he's a fucking rude because they can't bug fucking Kamuya beads. Are you kidding me? They don't even understand the technology. Facts. So it's like I I thought it would be well, I thought that she she bugged the the fucking seat before she said that. Then I was like, oh, you know what? I put something under the seat. 
Well, she said I um, bugged your beads, I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. But before she said that, I assumed that she had put something underneath his seat. Like, yeah, or his cell phone, for that matter. Yeah, she could just turn on his cell phone. But her name is. She's got the software to turn on his cell phone mic whenever she wants. She could listen to him. And he put, that's what I'm saying. He put the Kamoyo beads on the other side of his cell phone. Like, that shit's not a recording device. (laughs) Like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? You know, the CIA has access to everything on your cell phone, right? Like, what? What? Anyways, uh, it looked to me more like he was trying to block line of sight. I don't think he was trying to. I don't think that was supposed to be a high tech. I get uh, it, but uh, he literally uh, blocked thing. line of sight with the device that's going to record it that they can then have even easier access to without having. Uh, yeah, to I got you. Doing. I got you. It wasn't. He wasn't being smart. I got you. <laughs> um, but she she plays Contessa Allegra de Fontaine. Yes, that's the name of her character. Yeah, the uh, she's going to be heading up the Thunderbolts, the Thunderbolts movie that's coming up. So. We should see how that goes. I wonder who this lady's source is, man. Cause she be, she be having all this info. Yeah, yeah. She's got a lot of. She's got a lot of information like that is privileged. She know that fucking Hawkeye died. On the, how the fuck did she know that Hawkeye was involved in um uh, uh, Natasha's death, right? Because remember, she's the one that told that to uh uh, uh, uh Yelena. Mm. And then she went after, and that's why she went after Hawkeye under under false pretenses. So, how does she be having this information? That's the question that needs to be answered. Curious. Yeah, or it could have just been she was being an ass and trying to put her onto his tail, and didn't actually know that she hit it right on the head. Sure, but I feel like that she couldn't know. That, yeah, that, that's a, that's a that's it's a just crazy not, like, shot in the dark. Just, there's so few people who know that it's not like yeah, that went through it, any of the ranks. It's a bit too specific for for if they if they come out and be like, oh, she just kind of guessed, then it turned out to be correct. I'm like, yeah, yeah like only it. people who are actually even aware of the the Infinity Stones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of people are aware that some shit's going on, but they don't even know about the Infinity Stones. So to know that. Clint Barton was involved with Natasha's disappearance. Yep. For her to even be able to create that kind of misdirect shows that she's got some high level of knowledge. So I'm yeah. very curious where that knowledge comes from. And I guess we're gonna find out in the Thunderbolts movie. Well, and or Secret that Wars. They left together at least. Because mm-hmm. if you know that they left together, then the rest of it you can kind of deduce. I mean, they all left together. The only people in that room were the Avengers. That's what I'm saying. There like, okay, no extras so she's got a leak room. in the Avengers. You know? <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I doubt that. She didn't seem connected to anybody else in there. You know what I'm saying? Her main connection is to Everett Ross. So I don't know. I figure. I figure it's either alien or supernatural. I don't. I don't think it would be like. It doesn't. I. I don't imagine any one of that core team would be leaking information out to someone. Yeah, that's why I was really surprised, like that she had that information. But yeah, we'll see. Like that'll. Hopefully it'll eventually be revealed, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, her, her that does to seem to be what they're setting up, so it would be a bit strange for them not to reveal that. So yeah, uh, what else we got going on? Um, gosh, there was there was a lot to the movie. Oh man, shout out to Spy and Nakia, man. She don't getting enough love, but okay, the fact so, that she was doing can, all yo, that kind we, of next level shit. Okay, so evidently Namor and Nakia are the top level triple S tier spies. Nigga, what? Because the 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 ease okay now i can understand that nakia might have been able to infiltrate that cave because a it was an outpost and b the uh telecon people aren't used to anyone ever really knowing of their uh existence so you know i mean uh stealth might not be very high on their thing uh when they're in a in their own little environment 
Got it. Okay. But how the fuck did Namor breach Wakanda, my nigga? <laughs> how, Sway? How? I feel like that might uh, might actually been pretty easy. I mean, he's really? just one person that he's got really superpowers. Easy, barely an inconvenience. Yeah, he's one person that he has superpowers. Like no, he n- had more people. Uh, Ramonda. Yeah, like waiting in the wings, but he got by them. You know what I mean? First of all, none of their technology was designed to stop humans. If, or not humans, but like living creatures swimming up from underneath. All of their technology was meant to stop all their technology. So. I do understand that that would be like a critical weakness that they never thought that they would ever need to think of. Like prior to this, why would you ever think that people would come swimming in from the oceans in such numbers and with such strength in such tiny numbers that they ever pose a threat? Because they know you have a force field and this is a world full of people who you know are trying to take your technology? I mean, I feel you, but until... SEAL teams go in covertly like Black Ops, that's not like a crazy thing to like... Halo drop far away and then like I mean I don't know that doesn't I don't know or that doesn't seem like a good point of of vulnerability to not expect people to try to dive under the water to get into your well to be fair we don't know what exact defense they have all we do know is that their defenses were not made for Tolokans yeah man Gosh, that's that that was rough, man. But I mean, or maybe I'm just underestimating the stealth in which they can move. I don't know, but that again, was wild. again, it's it's a lot like super a superhuman uh, a super powered human fighting against something that's technology. It's a massive difference, you know what I mean? Because that super powered human moves and behaves in ways that that machinery was never ever meant to deal with. Like just like how Namor was able to easily skirt around all those planes and fucking destroy them. He's like the yeah, but we're just talking a, about sensors. Like you, they, they don't have people. He was, he also defeated the manned ones as well. No, 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 no. I'm so, I'm just talking about like they he he moved all of these 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 people and soldiers to the Wakandan border, and they had no sensors. There was no patrol. I mean, I feel you, but I, I feel know. like that's the purpose of ninjas, right? The yeah. whole purpose of ninjas yeah. is to get behind all of that technology and get in unnoticed. So, yes, yeah. they could have had stuff. They could not have had stuff. We don't really know that. But I personally feel like... I think that was poorly done. <laughs> I personally feel like Namor would have been able to handle that. You feel me? If you have an underwater mm-hmm. technology that's also based on... Uh, um, uh, uh, and that's not to say uh, you can bypass it even it's, if they had something. It's pretty much the rock, paper, scissors is how I look at it. Like, yeah, Wakanda sure had... could have bypassed it even if they had some kind of offenses. That's, that, I don't doubt that. But... Yeah, it just seems it seems like a, a little bit of a uh, an oversight that yeah, I feel that like you completely make it in. That there. makes sense. That's your that's that would yeah, be your nitpick, just like how my nitpick would be the Yoshi one. Gotcha. Yeah, dude. and so yeah, dude. Uh, what else we got, man? Uh, I'm interested to see see where Ironheart springboards from this. Because yeah, her villain is supposed to be the Hood, so that's going to be interesting. Ooh, okay, that's going to be interesting because that's real ground level. Yeah. You know, and and I was gonna say, are are they gonna include maybe some more of the Wakandan heroes in hers? Like, how are they gonna de- debut Wakandan characters outside of just the Black Panther franchise? Uh, well, the the Night Angel might get their own series. <laughs> Excuse me, I've been hearing talk about that. That'd be dope. So, most that's likely, Okoye that's why and, they were. Um, 
Yeah, because they there are they are uh, the Night Angels or whatever they're called, Midnight Angels. There are they're their own team from the comics of uh, offshoot Dora Milaje, a former Dora Milaje member. So mm-hmm. that's that whole line drop in the series was like a, a setup for that. So whether or not that gets greenlit, I mean that would be where you would see more of the Wakandans as far as whether they would show up in. In Riri stuff, I I think very sparingly, if if at all. Yeah, I think it was a missed opportunity not to explore the the male contingent of guards that came in with Ramonda, because they gave the, a lot of air to the Dora Milaje. I thought that it would be cool to see the the contingent that guards the queen, you know, because I'm pretty sure those aren't just no regular niggas out of Wakanda. You know what I mean? Like they're guarding the queen in an international envoy. It's probably. You know, if the Dora Milaje protected the king on his most high, uh, highly uh, um, important missions, I'm sure that she, her contingent is probably equally as badass. I would have appreciated to see uh, some uh, exposition on that. But I guess, you know. Yeah, fuck no that. If they were, if they was cool, they'd have been, they would have had a cool name like Dora Milaje. Feel me? Th- them niggas is town guards. Nameless guard number one through six. Yeah, but they didn't have to be. That's what I, I'm saying. It's a missed opportunity. No, I got like, you. I got you. you know, they, I got they did you. a lot of they did a, a lot it. of expedition for no reason on the Dora Milaje, and they I made something it. out of it. You know, what I, I just, mean? I just, Nothing I just wrong. don't feel that that, that same way. I mean, mm-hmm. They do feel like background people to me, and I don't mind that. Well, they because they were made to be background people. Like, there's a lot of missed opportunities. That's what a missed opportunity is. is when I feel you do something. I'm, I'm just saying I don't mind. That's my opinion. My be. I got you. I got you. I'm just saying I don't mind. That's. I'm just offering a different perspective. I, cool. I'm not trying to. Got you, got you. It wasn't trying um, to be no thing, man. But uh, yeah, dude. Like, there's because there's so much. There was uh, a lot of a lot of shifting around and uh, of characters and roles and all that stuff, and that's all dope and all. But you know, I feel like there was definitely room for growth, and, and as I said, especially because Marvel is such a media empire. Like, even if you're not gonna put it in the 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 movie. I a lot of those those kind of supplemental things uh help get people into the into the understanding, the mood, the the setting that you're you're creating. They help ease people into shifts like like what you're doing. And so yeah, I, I just feel like there's there was a lot of opportunities to to help us, you know, get into the setting outside of the movie that would have uh really uh I think helped some of the stuff that they were trying to to bring together in the movie land that didn't particularly land for me, but not because they were maybe bad, but because there wasn't, it's only but so much time in a movie. And there was so much in this movie. Like it was what, two hours, 40 something minutes. I believe just under three. And uh, it it was a very long movie. And so there was a lot that that they were doing within that time. And so, yeah, there's, there's stuff that you got to cut, but Unfortunately, it feels kind of it suffers from you know any time that you cut something that's very dense uh, in material, you're you know you're gonna lose some of the exposition and plot development. But yeah, yeah, it was two forty one, two forty one. So yeah, they, I, I think that they they definitely made some good strides. They set up a lot of interesting stuff. I'm not sure if this has very much impact on the MCU at large outside of the the introduction of um, Namor as, I guess, a third. Now it's the world versus Wakanda versus also um, 
uh, Telecon. And um, we got to talk about the post-credit spoiler. So there's another T'Challa. Evidently, Nakia and T'Challa had a child that they were secretly raising outside of uh, the Wakandan royalty. And, uh, yeah, so I guess that might have some ramifications later on in the MCU. Yeah, I feel like they did a good job. I feel like they they pretty much, like, uh, uh, they had their cake and eat it, too, you know? Mm-hmm. They they were able to lay Chadwick to rest, and they, doing an Aegon Targaryen son of his name thing, they were able to continue using the T'Challa character without ever having to worry about anybody complaining that you recast them, because you didn't recast them. This is his son, T'Challa. And I like that they're going to be able to start with a young actor, you know what I mean? And they're going to get to grow into the character. That'll be interesting. Um, if they choose to do that, if they choose to detail some of young T'Challa's life and let that actor grow into it, or if they just start doing stuff, you know, whenever they bring that character into the MCU, they just start shooting him as he's older, and then they do retrospectives of his younger life. Because, you know, it's, you can't be a young Wakandan abroad and not have adventures, dog. It's got to be adventures. So there's a, there's a ton of opportunity there. But yeah. Did you have any other final thoughts on the movie? No, nah, that's pretty pretty much it. We covered pretty much everything. It was um it was uh pretty enjoyable. I think they did a great job considering that all the hurdles that they had to to clear. Um definitely I do think like the 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 first one had a little bit of a bigger impact on me than this one did, but I definitely enjoyed it. I'd give it like an 8 out of 10 for sure. Okay. Yeah, solid. It was I think, yeah, I, they definitely came with a, a, a competent sequel. Definitely an enjoyable ride. Definitely worth watching. Um, a lot of strong, strong elements in the movie with, with some minor jank. There was some jank in there. I, I'm not, I can't, I, I would be remiss to say that that there wasn't um, a couple of places in it that I thought were, were maybe either um, uh, missed opportunities or kind of represented in, in odd ways. You know, from whether it was deciding to take the battle to to Namor on a ship, to you know, uh, um, the person who has physical evidence of the presence of the afterlife refusing to believe in it, there was a couple of spots that I thought were a little bit that uh, open to to uh, to be worked on. But overall, a very good experience, definitely worth the the time. But all right, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap on that because we've been on it for a while. Do appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed the show, feel free to subscribe to us on anchor.fm or on patreon.com. You could also find us on social media on Twitter at Curry underscore T or at Home Heron. You could also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast or at home Heron's Homies. And you can find me on Instagram at Rico GVO. And always remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.